like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. Hello again, I'm Primal Piggy, and thank you for listening to the BDSM United podcast. One of the most confusing parts of this lifestyle for many people is the toys that we use. A person may look at some of the toys and think to themselves, does someone actually enjoy that? For others, the idea can be extremely exciting, and they can't wait, wait to try it. Today, we're continuing our Types of Play podcast series with uh, an episode on clamps. Uh, clamps, uh, there are many different types of clamps used uh, to clamp all different types of body parts. All right, here, here's a clamp that I have. This is a, a bear, bear clamp. Looks like a, like a bear trap. So there's a clamp. Put it on a body part and tighten it down using the screw. Uh, there's nipple clamps. There's clamps for the outer and the inner lips of the vulva. There's scrotum, penis, clit and many other different places. Some are manufactured specifically for those purposes, like this one right here. And um, others are others use things found around the house, such as clothespins and paper clips. Now, we recommend using devices designed specifically for BDSM play. Uh, homemade stuff used to be cheaper and more widely available, but today is very easy to get actual BDSM clamps, and they don't cost very much, especially for beginners. Using DIY stuff can be can often be dangerous. Uh, you don't know what materials are body safe. Uh, if you're still learning your techniques, you may use a clamp that's too strong, or just may cut into the skin. Uh, so we uh, we say definitely use things that are designed for the purpose and not uh, not DIY stuff, especially if you're a beginner. There's definitely time once you develop your technique and once you know what is and isn't a good material to use that you can make better choices, more safer choices down the road if you want to experiment with more DIY or homemade things. So some of the different types of clamps are alligator, and these are a screwing type with or without serrated edges. There's like a tweezer, and the tweezer it like pinches together, if you think of your two fingers. And then there is a small um, slide, like a hasp, that they that slides, and, uh, and it moves up and down. And then there's uh, clover clamps. They're, if you think of them as like pinching your two fingers, and they're like pinching, they're like a pincher's. And uh, they're very tight, and they're often heavy. And there's other types of clips and clamps. Some are rubber-tipped to protect the skin, and some are not. Now, clamps can provide a variety of sensation from mild pressure to outright pain. Now, a few safety precautions, because we always want to be risk-aware 
when we're dealing with kink. Um, when you're using clamps, you want to be careful how tightly you apply them. The tighter they're squeezing the skin, the less time you can leave them on without damaging the tissue. Uh, clamps cut off blood flow to the area, so be aware that though they may not be painful while worn, the area will hurt when the clamps are removed, and that's really the secret, is the clamps being on don't hurt as much as when you remove them. Clamps should not be left on tightly for more than about 20 minutes tops. Uh, some clamps, if left on too long, can cut the skin and in some cases remove the part which is clamped like the nipples or the clit. Now, this is rare, but it's a possibility, so keep that in mind. Uh, clamps can cause bruising that's not really visible. As they cut off the blood flow, this lack of blood flow to the tissues can cause tissue damage or death of the tissues. Also, clamps can cause calluses if they're used really frequency, frequently Sorry, for extended periods of time. Now, calluses are the skin's way of protecting overly used areas from damage. To loosen a clamp so that it does not squeeze too tightly, you, have, you sometimes have to widen the spring mechanism of the clamp. For some items, this can be achieved by simply attaching them to a book and leaving them there for a while. Uh, this will cause the spring mechanism to stretch and stay that way. This works really well for clothespins. I have some of those right here. We have a clothespin strip right here. It's hard to see. The light's kind of hitting it. Take it out of the bag. And for other types of clamps, you have to unwind the spring itself a bit and stretch it by hand, maybe with pliers. Uh, clover clamps and tweezer clamps may require this kind of method. And here we have uh, clothespins here. And uh, this is a whole strip that you can pull off all at one time. <laughs> Um, now, this is more for the homemade variety and less applicable if you buy BDSM-specific clamps. Uh, if clamps are designed uh, for BDSM, oftentimes they are at the right pressure, and the right pressure for what they need to be, because they're designed for that purpose. Clamps which are tightened by a screw mechanism usually don't need this type of adjusting, similar to this type that we have here. The screw adjusts the, the pressure, not a spring. For those with large nipples, applying nipple clamps can sometimes be difficult. Many people can't fit into screw-type clamps, and clover clamps pinch too tightly. For those, we suggest tweezer clamps because they may work the best. And they're really The tweezer clamps are the place that we recommend that new people start because they're a little bit lighter and a little bit easier to use. Uh, clamps applied to wet skin will hold tighter as the moisture will create a seal be between the clamp's surface and the flesh it's holding. For clothespins that are wooden, this can cause the surface to actually stick to the skin and abrade the skin when removed. For items with rubber coating, the same thing can, can happen often. This To remove a clamp that's stuck in this manner, it's best to hold the skin down while gently easing the clip away from the skin. If you pull too fast or you're just yanking them off, you can take the skin with them, and nobody wants that. Uh, clamps made of porous materials, such as wooden clothespins, that have been applied to an area where they came in contact with bodily fluids, 
They should be discarded and probably not re reused. Wooden clothespins are difficult to sterilize and to hold bacteria in a nice breeding ground. Reusing them can then transfer an infection to the one wearing them. Plastic clothespins can be sterilized, though the springs may rust. And wooden clothespins can be bo can be boiled, which will sterilize them, but oftentimes it'll probably ruin them as well. This is why, again, why homemade items uh, like clothespins aren't as good of an idea as uh, something that is more designed for the surface for the purpose. Uh, they make uh, stainless steel clothespins. Uh, for BDSM purposes, they can be sterilized. And so they're like the right, if you want the idea of a clothespin or the look of a clothespin or the feeling of a clothespin, but you want, you know, one that is designed for BDSM use, well, a stainless steel clothespin would be the way to go. A cleaning clamps depends on the materials they're made out of. Periodically and always before use, check the clamps for rough edges rust, and other signs of disrepair or use. If, if these are present, don't use those clamps. Repair them or replace them instead. Now, when applying a clamp to the body, pinch a generous amount of skin and tug it slightly away from the body. The clamp should be applied to the flesh that is stretched away from the body, not the skin which is pinched between your fingers. On nipples, this means the base of the hardened nipple, not the tip of the nipple itself. In other words, the areola, the colored part around the nipple, not the nipple itself. For the clit, this means the base of the clit where it meets the body, not the clit itself. Uh, for the clit, it's a good idea not to push back the clitoral hood, as this can provide some protection from damage to the clit itself. So remember, the clit's very sensitive, and clamping the clit itself can cause severe pain or even damage the nerves and decrease the overall sensitivity of the clit. Now, never yank a clamp, which is applied tightly, off of a clit. You could tear the skin, which forms the clit, or even remove it completely. Ouch! When attaching clamps to the scrotum, be sure you're attaching only to the skin and not the very sensitive and delicate tissues which make up the testes inside the scrotum. Again, ouch. Uh, clamps can be a wonderful addition to play, and they're relatively easy to learn how to use. Many newcomers to the lifestyle start with things like clothespins and nipple clamps. They can create many sensations and even increase the, inten in the intensity of orgasm. Uh, with some caution and imagination, clamps can be used in any number of deviously enjoyable ways. But always remember to check with your partner before you go investing in a bunch of clamps because maybe clamps are on a, a boundary or a limit, maybe a soft or a hard limit with your partner. So be sure to check because some people are sensitive and don't like the sensation of being clamped. Sometimes it's a lot like bondage. Uh, the idea of it uh, may, not be, may not match the reality. And so be sure you check. Be sure that you uh, practice risk-aware consensual kink. I am Primal Picky. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Picky or on Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape at WCDT BDSM on Facebook as well. If you're listening on your favorite platform, be sure to use a, leave a like, a, a subscribe, 
a review perhaps. This helps you connect with us, and it also helps others connect with these BDSM educational resources. Thanks again for listening today, and uh, enjoy. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of whips, chains, and duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters, for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.